Go Loud presents Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy from our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County, Dublin. And by the way, if you are around Port Marnock over the weekend uh, with the lovely weather that we're uh, expecting, uh, well, do pop into the hotel. They have the finest food and a lovely bar and everything else. So if you're around Port Marnock over the weekend, uh, do pop into the White Sands Hotel. Now, what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? Well, it's a topic that will divide people. It may even offend some people. Obesity in children should be treated as a form of child abuse, according to a gym owner in the UK. Nick Mitchell made the claim ahead of National Childhood Obesity Week in the UK. He's the owner of Ultimate Performance Fitness Gyms. And I want to play uh, some audio of what this guy has uh, said and we, because we really want to get your opinions on this. Now, I will warn you that he, uh, he holds no punches here. He is very, very blunt on obesity in uh, children and who is to blame. So be warned, this is very, very blunt. Have a listen to this. Here's something that I've got to get off my chest quickly. Fat children, the parents of fat children, you are the problem. You are responsible for this. If your child is not ill, does not have a hormonal problem, I know that can happen, it's unusual, but it can happen, that makes your child fat. You are the problem and you are the cause of the child being fat. Almost always, for all of us, adults or children, we're fat because of the food that we buy at home. It's not usually the external food, it's the food that we buy at home. It's the food that we leave in the house. If your kids are addicted to sweets, it's you who's bought them the sweets. It's you who should be responsible. Now, I don't care. Um, I do care about children being bullied for being fat and things like that. That's wrong. I'm not now talking about appearance, but you are holding them back in every single way. Inflammation of the brain, inflammation of their joints. They don't get picked for sports. Their brains are not working properly. You are setting them up for ill health. You are responsible for what they eat. Sort it out. Mm, Now, that was fairly blunt. He actually went on to say uh, in another interview that if you allowed your 12-year-old child to smoke cigarettes, that would be considered child abuse. He says, cheap junk food and children spending hours looking at screens on devices rather than playing outside has created a perfect storm that is uh, giving them the very worst possible start in life. So basically, he is saying, um, in, in his view, childhood obesity is a version of child abuse. Here's Very th- blunt. Yeah, and he's absolutely right, 100% right. Here's the thing. Uh, I mean, I saw one woman comment on Facebook saying it's not parents' fault, it's the government's fault. It's the government's uh, fault? Yeah, apparently, Leo Vradker is uh, putting sugar uh, over kids' food and making uh, kids eat. He's forcing kids to eat it. Here's the thing. Your job as a parent is very, very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to do several things, for several easy things. And one of those things that you have to do for your child as a parent is to make sure that they get good, healthy, nutritious food. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And that they're not eating shit all day. Sim- simple job. Very easy job to do. Healthy food is cheaper um, than muck. Um, it's healthier than fast food. You can go into Aldi or Lidl and fill a trolley full of vegetables and... Um, 
fruit for, for little or nothing. Uh, so don't come at me with that bullshit about it being too expensive. It's too expensive to eat healthy, too expensive. The healthy food is too dear. Who says that? People say it. People will say it. Um, so that's that's bullshit. Throw that argument at the door. You have one job to do, and that job is to give your child um, healthy food and to make sure they maintain a good weight. I'm telling you now, I have three children, and hand on my heart, uh, no, none of my three children will be overweight at any stage. Well, you hope. But, you hope but, they don't have a medical condition no, that leads them to be... Yeah. Don't interrupt me. Bar, as he said himself, bar a serious medical condition that they may have that would affect um, their thyroid or the way um, they, they, they eat food or the way their diet works. Other than that, my children will not be overweight. And I understand that, what is it, one in four school kids are either overweight or obese in Ireland. Now, you have to look at the parents giving their kids bags of burger bites, crisps. Uh, there you go. There you go, Declan. Have a little bag of burger bites to your lunch. I just, uh, just, uh, Declan loves burger bites. He'd eat them. Ask for everything in moderation, isn't it, Aiden? That's what, that's what they say. Let me read the very first uh, message that's just come in to us, and it is from Catherine, and it says, Of course it's child abuse. An obese... Uh, sorry, you just know when you see an obese child that their parents are lazy, irresponsible slobs. It makes me sick. Uh, you definitely see it more in lower-class areas. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, it's not as prevalent... Um, in uh, it, sorry, it's much more prevalent in working class areas than higher class areas. Uh, let me go straight away to uh, Victoria. You're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Victoria. Hey, how's it going? Uh, good, thanks, Victoria. Well, is is that a bit over the top to say that um, childhood obesity is a form of neglect or abuse? Like, let's be honest here. You can't control what your kids are having all the time. If you can drop your kids off at another child's party from their class at school, say, for the two hours, and you're not someone like Jeremy says, he doesn't give his kids, his seven-year-old never had a fizzy drink or anything. Like, as soon as they get a taste of that sugar, they're going to go wild for it, and it's going to be out of control. If you teach kids that... It's it's something that they don't have every day. It's a treat. That they do it in moderation. They grow, yeah. they grow up with better knowledge of food. Like Dixon's kid over there is going to have an awful complex by the time they're 14 or 14 about eating a bag of jellies. You know what I mean? Mm. No, no, sorry, they do eat jellies. We, we, we buy the, uh, what's the natural confectionery for them, which is low in sugar. Um, but they're so- still going to be crap in them. Yeah, but it's levels of crap. They have it as a treat maybe once a week. They'd have a couple of jellies. But there's no need for a seven-year-old to have a sweet, fizzy drink. There absolutely isn't. Um, but a lot of it comes down to a lack of knowledge and how the parents were brought up themselves. Ah, I no, mean, no, 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 about, sorry, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. No matter how you were brought up, no matter how you were brought up, you know that fizzy, sugary drinks are bad for you. They're bad for your teeth. Everybody no, knows hold that. hold on a second. Hold on a second, all right? We, we're brought up to know better ourselves to educate ourselves so if we have kids then we know what we're feeding into their diet etc etc and like just single mothers out there that like you know for example I don't have any kids but I have friends who are single mothers work all the hours God gives them and they don't have time say every day to prep and cook these meals you know like it does come down to individual circumstances I have to stop you there I'm sorry Victoria I have to stop you there I just think you're in a very privileged situation. I'm not privileged. I I think you are because 
your three kids have two parents that can make time to do all this stuff. There's people out there so that... I mean, they can't. I work two jobs. I work two jobs a day. So I, I'm not sitting on my arse all day. And my wife works one full-time job. I work two. We have three jobs between the two of us. I make them every day. I make them a fresh fruit smoothie. I told you how long it takes to make a fresh fruit smoothie. 90 seconds. You put a bit of banana, a bit of orange juice, frozen yogurt, frozen strawberries into a blender. Blend it up. They have a fresh fruit smoothie drink. Now, that takes... Just about the same time as it does to open a Mars bar for your kid. So please, please don't come at me with single parents don't have the time to cook healthy because that's bollocks. Excuse me, French. I'm sorry, I can't buy it. I can't. Yeah, yeah, like a hundred percent because you're not in that situation. I mean, I know you're saying you have two jobs. No one said that you sat on your ass all day. What I'm saying is, you two can split your time for maximum optimization. Where some mother is in that position and, just and, cannot. Okay, well, Victoria, are you saying? Are you no, saying like, that some single mums are in such a situation that they can't feed their kids healthy? Is that what you're saying? Not that you can't feed their kids healthy, but maybe they just can't do it as often as they'd like. And maybe that is the case. So, like, uh, let's be honest. If they're going to the doctor, the doctor, the, like the doctor, when they bring their child for a checkup with the doctor, like the doctor should be pulling and educating the parents on these things there and then if they notice something. No, it's, but well. it's but it's not the doctor's job to like. What do you want the doctor to start teaching people how to make smoothies? I'll, I'll give you another example. And again, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sound holier than thou, and like I'm up on my perch here, and I'm no, not. You regularly the, sound the, like the, that. By the, the way, the other day, yeah. the other day, I was home alone with the three kids. And one of them's obviously not eating yet. Well, the, the two kids are eating, uh, trying to juggle three kids up to me eyes, trying to get work done as well in, in the house. Yeah, trying to get yeah. this all done. The kids were hungry. Dinner time was coming up. What did I do? I cracked four eggs into a pan, fried a bit of potatoes, made them a Spanish omelet. It was made in 15 minutes. It was a nutritious, healthy mood. Now, please don't try and throw that at me that a single parent does not have time to make a 15 minute omelet for their kids, because that's, again, that's bollocks. And I can't accept it. Well, like, you just, I, I just don't judge anyone because you never know what kind of position somebody's in. And what, that they, can't, like, that they can't fry an egg? What position do you need to be in that you can't fry an egg? I don't know. It's like, it, it, it does happen, though. Okay, but it sounds to me, Victoria, that you're making excuses for uh, parents not having their kids eating healthy. No, it's not making excuses, but, like, it all does come down to, like, a, a lack of, like, information and education. That is what it comes down to. I'm sure if you knew what you were doing to the kids inside and what you were setting the kids up for, like a risk of type two, one or two diabetes, they wouldn't be doing this kind of stuff. I know, but, you know they, what but, I mean? but we I don't all know think that, it's, don't we? I don't, I don't think it's abuse at all. I think it's more ignorance than, and, and a lack of knowledge than anything else. Okay, I mean, you could argue... Uh, you know, a, a parent, no matter how ignorant they are, knows not to give their kids alcohol. Well, no, was, no, hang on, knows was, not to give their kids sorry. cigarettes. So surely this falls into the same sort of category. Don't feed your children shite. No, like I, I, I just think, I just think it all depends on the person's relationship with food themselves. You know, like uh, and it's uh, going to uh, pass. Again, it, 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 that, that kind of stuff is going to pass on to their children. Okay, again, it does sound like you're making excuses for uh, the way in which people are feeding their children. 
I don't, I just don't believe in judging everybody by the same standards. And I don't believe in like calling kids fat kids either, like the way that trainer was saying on the on the recording clip, like that's a load of bollocks. Nobody, like, I mean, even if your kid is slightly chunky, if someone calls your child yeah. fat, like... But then, but yeah. The, yeah, you have to, you're to blame for that, partly to blame, because if one of the things, you know as well, Victoria, I don't know if you have children, um, but one of the things... No. Okay, kids are cruel. Kids are very, very cruel. And they will pick on children that are overweight. And if you are alone your children to become overweight, you are setting them up for ridicule in the yard. You, does your child really be want to be the child that's so overweight that they can't run for the ball while all the other kids are running for the ball? Ch- fat children get slagged. They got slagged in my school. They, I'm sure they still get slagged now. And by allowing your child to become overweight that they can't even fit in the uniform that their peers are wearing, you are setting that child up for ridicule. I think it's terrible. It really is. Okay, but uh, look, at the end of the day, um, what I'm hearing from Victoria is it's not as easy. It is. To, it's uh, hang on. It's, it's not as easy for everybody to be as holy and uh, holier than thou like you are. It absolutely is, lads. Uh, again, a 15-minute omelette. Any Egypt. I mean, I mean, I'm no Gordon Ramsay, but I can cook a half-decent meal. Like, well, Jeremy, a great idea there would be to throw up a few recipes for people who are struggling to make it kind of food. Victoria, everybody knows how to cook a, a Spanish omelette. <laughs> no, but come on, like, not everybody. You can't assume everybody has the same knowledge as you. Well, the knowledge to right. it. In fairness now, Victoria, I'm a shy cook, but I could still cook an omelette with a, bit, a few lumps of potato in it. I could. Angela, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Angela. Hi, Adrian. How are you? Uh, good, thanks, Angela. Well, what did you want to say on this? Does this guy have a point? Yeah, come here. Listen, did I hear somebody say that a single parent are too busy to cook a meal? Uh, that was Olivia, who, or Victoria, should I say, who, uh, she didn't say they're too busy, but she was basically arguing that we need to understand the pressures that other people are under. Understand what pressure? You're at home with your kids. Go down, buy a big thing of mint, a few potatoes, carrots, a bit of shepherd pie mix. There's one recipe. There you go. Two minutes. No, I'll bring them to McDonald's and spend 15, 20 quid instead. What you do is take a load of mints there again. Bit of pasta. Pasta goes a long way. Do you know what I mean? Throw in your veg, throw in your sauce. There you have a spaghetti bolognese. As you said, omelette. And did that woman say throw out some recipes? I guarantee all of these have the top thirty iPhone 13s and Samsungs. Can't they Google a recipe? <laughs> Can't they YouTube how to look at any of these things? Like I do. I love looking. Like, go on to TikTok and by God, they, you will see some fabulous food on that for cheap. Victoria, what do you say to all that? Yeah, like, that's, I'm not arguing at all that you aren't making valid points, but what I'm saying is not everyone has this knowledge and education. I mean, like, you would be dealing with a good minority of people that wouldn't have the push in them to go and look for the recipes for their kids. I mean, like, well, that's, there's... That's the parents' fault, though. That's their fault. Why should you have a that, push? That's, you want to, that's why... Why should you want to have a push to cook a healthy meal for your child? Now, I'm, I'm overweight. That's my problem. But I wasn't when I was a child because my mother was at home with three of us cooking us meals every day. We never, you know, maybe once in the blue moon we might get a chipper or something. But like, I'm sick to death of seeing like people going into 
supermax and McDonald's and everything with a horde of kids and don't and it's not their birthdays it's nothing like that it's just too easy it's too easy it's not that they can't push it's they're too bloody okay, so, late uh, but that's what I was about to say okay. do, do you believe that parents who don't make the effort to cook healthy for their children is nothing but laziness pure laziness why make convenient food so like cheap for people to go in and do it like they're bring bringing in a sugar tax okay that was meant to oh, help Jesus with the rate of obesity Christ. over a here sugar tax. a sugar no, tax I'm, there's a sugar no sugar tax. you go you go and you buy a big thing of mint that'll cost you about 5 euro you go and get potatoes that'll cost you about 5 euro under 12 euro will feed a family of six we were sick of going by chicken nuggets frozen frozen chips and a tub of ice cream for 7 euro oh, you're arguing that it is cheaper to feed shite that's really what you're arguing where are you going with that's, frozen chips? That's the problem. I actually, that's the problem. I actually bought frozen chips in Tesco's the other day and it was one twenty nine. Where are you going with seven euro? For frozen she's, she's arguing that you, could feed, you can feed children a meal of shite for, uh, for cheaper, really, is what she's arguing. But what I'm saying is, like, yeah, get into so you just you you just it. you just backed up that point by saying you went in and bought a bag of frozen chips for one twenty nine the other day, and you went in and bought spuds and mints for twelve euro. I mean, no, like, it I'm does all come down to price and convenience and what situation that parent is in. I mean, if it's single mother, single father, like I said, working all the hours that God gives them. Like, I've seen it in my own friend group. You know, I've well, seen the ones like... chips and a tub of ice cream would be seven euros. I said chips, chicken, I said chips, chicken nuggets and a tub of ice cream for seven and, euros. Uh, Angela, her argument is, why is it cheaper to feed children rubbish. That's really what she's saying. Because rubbish... It's not, though, is, but by the way, it's not. That's well, a- come here. I'm, I was exaggerating with 12 euro, right? I was just exaggerating <laughs> with that. Well, you're not, I know you wouldn't be far wrong if you're talking about mints and a bag of potatoes. Um, yeah, you wouldn't be far wrong. Yeah, but my, my thing is, a bag of potatoes will be a big bag of potatoes. That would That'll do, do you the whole break. week. That's, yeah. that's why we're even arguing about this. Even if it's 50 quid to buy, it doesn't matter how much it costs. You can't put a price on your child's health. You literally, no, you literally, exactly. and it's not the government's job to feed your ch- to feed your children healthy. It's your job to feed your children healthy. You have one job to do, and that's to look after your children, and that involves getting healthy food into them. Stop being lazy. And le- okay, and let, me, way, let me ask you, Victoria. Way, sorry, this is coming from a father who sometimes, and I put my hands up, may a couple, I put my hand up, sometimes if I'm home alone, if the wife is out and I'm just busy, I will throw on fish fingers and waffles the odd time, maybe once a month. But to do it twice, twice a week, three times a week is absolute nonsense. Let me ask you, Victoria. I was in a McDonald's the other day. Yep. And right. I saw a kid of about, I'm going to say, six or seven. And this child was with his mammy and what looked like his granny. And he was huge. He was obese. And he was sitting there, not having a hamburger, not having a cheeseburger, having a quarter pounder at about seven years of age. Now... I have to admit, I have seen that myself before with kids and Big Macs. Yeah. I, I like, I, I, I think that is wrong. No, I will. I'll, I'll completely agree there. I've seen six and seven-year-olds like Miller Big Mac and I say to myself like, Jesus, mm. you know, like I, I know there is a certain point. I'm not talking about just endlessly shoving shite into your child's mouth. But I'm saying like... 
convenient lunches like they're getting say dearly snack pots and um, sandwiches stuff like that then they're going into school and like if they're like if their friends have shite and they're sharing shite like do you know what I mean on top of the shite that they're getting mm. like you can't always always control what your child is eating but you can't like you, you, you can't because you're not allowed to bring junk food into school um, every school every secondary or sorry every primary school has a very strict rule in fact, the only day um, that my son's able to bring uh, shite into school is a Friday where they're allowed to bring one small treat in. So that could be a little mini bar or something like that. But other than that, you have to bring... You have by to the way, there's a, an awful lot of people agreeing with the point that Victoria is trying to make, which who's, is who's that it is uh, cheaper. Dara, for example, says, that's my point. It is cheaper to get crap than it is then, to get decent organic okay, well food. Okay, well, then A, Dara doesn't have kids, or B, Dara has never been in a shop and never done a week's shop. Or else they could make convenient food like what it should be healthy convenient and cheap okay stay, know, stay like, there for one I second mean, victoria if you can please i'd love to hear from you on this send me a whatsapp to 085-825-2626 that's 085-825-2626 uh dave is not happy with uh with our jeremy let's have a listen here we go, lads. Here's another episode of Jeremy being a hypocrite and talking down his nose people. The same man who said when his child was, what, not long after being born that all he was going to eat was hummus and good stuff and admitted recently that he gave his kids crisps for dinner. So who are you to fucking talk? Like, if, if, you're, if a child is massively overweight and the parents aren't doing anything about it, you can make a case for, you know, child abuse. But at the same time, a lot of these things, it's just poor education. Maybe the parents aren't as educated as other people are out there. Maybe because of the lifestyles that people live nowadays, they don't get the chance for healthy eating. Instead of having a whole episode where you punch down, talk down your nose and say other people are shitty parents, try to educate people. Give some tips. Maybe, you know, a link to an L website or two in your, your Facebook page. Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Now, a moment ago, sorry, just... he's still banging his head on the desk here. <laughs> we played the message from uh, from Dave. Oh, concussion. Who's given out yards to you for uh, oh. your looking down your nose yeah, at people. I heard that a few minutes ago. So Dave wants us, Dave wants us to do a whole show where I sit here with a, with a white hat on my head. And, and give out chef, recipes. And a chef jacket. Dave, Dave, don't be <laughs> stupid. Recipes, healthy recipes are everywhere. I'm not, it's not my job to educate the uneducated, okay? If you have children, it is your job to educate yourself uh, how to feed them healthy. Now, in fairness, I did get a good start. Nevin McGuire, when their first baby was born, Nevin McGuire sent me out a, a book with baby's meals and how to cook. Did he? Which are, no, but all, here's another simple thing. I'm going to give you a recipe. I'm going to give everybody a recipe now for young kids, okay? So these are toddlers, yeah? Mm-hmm. Pre-toddlers, um, which we, we do on our, our, our current baby, and they're great, okay? Can you, can you peel an apple? Can I peel yeah. an apple? Yeah, can everybody peel an apple? Is there a person alive that can't peel an apple? I would have thought most people can. Okay, you peel, yeah. t- you peel 10 apples. Yeah. You peel 10 pears. Yeah. Put them into a pot, boil them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then put them into little containers, freeze them, and then use them as you go along. And they're an apple and pear um, little dish. Absolutely great for kids. Now, there you go. There, Dave. I hope that's given you a hard on now that I've given out uh, a recipe. There you go. I hope you're happy now. Because I'm just saying that is not my job to educate parents. So you don't need education. Everybody knows, yeah? 
You could stop a dog on the street now. I'm sorry, I'm getting annoyed about this now. You could stop a dog on the street now and ask a dog which is healthier, an apple or a Big Mac, and the dog would go, run, run, an apple, <laughs> wouldn't he, though? That's how, that's how simplistic this is. By the way, that Okay, be, so is this all, uh, is this just laziness? All I'm hearing is excuse, 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 excuse. And Dave is talking about punching down. Well, Dave, the fact that one in four... Um, School children in Ireland is overweight. I think it's time that we need to start, um, uh, you know... Calling that out for what and, it is. And pulling no punches. Because, let me tell you this, uh, a doctor or a public health nurse... In fact, one of our children was told by a public health nurse a few years ago that uh, they were underweight. So, public health nurses have no problem telling you telling you when your child is underweight. Maybe this is start, should start telling people when their children are overweight. Okay, I want to just play the audio of uh, this guy, Nick Mitchell, again. And this is what we're talking about. Uh, he is basically saying childhood obesity is a version of child abuse. Let's have a listen to what he had to say. Here's something that I've got to get off my chest quickly. Fat children, the parents of fat children, you are the problem. You are responsible for this. If your child is not ill, does not have a hormonal problem, I know that can happen, it's unusual, but it can happen, that makes your child fat. You are the problem and you are the cause of the child being fat. Almost always, for all of us, adults or children, we're fat because of the food that we buy at home. It's not usually the external food, it's the food that we buy at home. It's the food that we leave in the house. If your kids are addicted to sweets, it's you who's bought them the sweets. It's you who should be responsible. Now, I don't care. Um, I do care about children being bullied for being fat and things like that. That's wrong. I'm not now talking about appearance, but you are holding them back in every single way. Inflammation of the brain, inflammation of their joints. They don't get picked for sports. Their brains are not working properly. You are setting them up for ill health. You are responsible for what they eat. Sort it out. Tig, you're on Opinions Matter. Hiya, Tig. How's things, you well? Uh, good, thanks, Tig. Well, what's your view on this? Um, basically, this guy, Nick Mitchell, is saying that parents are guilty of abuse or neglect if they are raising obese children. What do you think of that? 100%. If, if you don't say the social workers that get involved, take your child off you. If, if, you, if your child gets too fat, I think the same thing should happen. <laughs> social workers should get involved. Do you know what I mean? Like, if... if if you can't, if you can't provide good nutrition for your children, how is that any different than not providing them an education? Okay, so as you say, if a child is missing from school for twenty-one days in a year, you'll uh, you'll soon know about it. You'll be contacted and everything else. Uh, yeah. you're, you're saying that what there should, should be some form of punishment for parents who um, are raising children obese. Yeah, hundred um, percent. You know, to be honest with you, like I, as I said in, in the message that I sent, I live beside three skills. There's one child that walks around, and he, he's God forgive me, but he's he's huge. He's he's absolutely huge. Like like I'm not trying to trying to be funny when I say this, but like you don't you never think of children getting diabetes or, or like having a heart attack or anything like that from the weight. But that's the first thing that you think when you see that child. Now, obviously, you don't know what's going on in that home, but. You know, it's it's not right. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, they should be engaging with health professionals if if their child is that big. I, I hope they are anyway. Okay, you know in, I mean? in some cases they possibly are, uh, but in other cases they most likely are not engaging. And um, I, I mean, I remember hearing one parent explain to me once that their child was uh, overweight, uh, but it was only puppy fat, and it'll fall off in the years ahead. Now, I don't know if that actually ever yeah. happened with that child, but. Uh, I don't believe that. Do you? 
Do you have you ever seen obese people uh, like in like adulthood? Yes, of course. Right? Yeah, and then you, you see pictures of them of of a child, like of them being a child, like and it's it's like the proportion is the same. It's like if you're an overweight child, you're most likely gonna like you now. Some in fairness, some people if they grow up, they become eighteen, nineteen, twenty. They go to the gym, you know, operation transformation and all that, and they they lose it all. But a lot of the time. You know, like if you see a really, really, really obese adult, like have a look at their childhood, have a look at the portion size that they're eating at, at four and five years of age. Like the, like the odds are, if, if your mom and your dad are overweight, like their portion sizes are going to be much larger than the person that is, you know, kind of yeah, like so their it's, BMI it's, is regularly it's, the it's, same. It's that expression, fat cat, fat kitten. Yeah, yeah, you hit the nail on the head there. Literally, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, if if your if your parents are feeding you like a, a ton plate of food at four years of age, five years of age, you're creating the appetite. Like children are born, they don't know what food is. Their their experience with food is okay. So, their so let me ask you then: what do you believe? What do you believe should be done to uh, parents who? have obese children? Should they be prosecuted? Should they... 100%. Well, I'll put it to you this way, right? There needs to be a limit on it, right? You can't control a 15-year-old child, right? 15-year-old child, like, has... Yeah, they're going to do their own thing, yeah. They're going to go and do whatever they want. Do you know what I mean? But if your child is four years of age and your child is, 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 by medical classification, morbidly obese, do you know what I mean? Like, your parenting skills should be in question. Do you know what I mean? Like, whatever about money, like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you, if you can't afford to feed a child, do you know what I mean? Don't, I'm not, I suppose it's going to sound controversial, but don't have one. Do you know what I mean? Don't have children if you can't afford to pr- provide for them nutritionally, educationally, and, you know, um, be able uh, okay, to give them well, the best. Well, what do you say to uh, Victoria, who was on a while ago, who was, in fact, I think she's still on the line, who was arguing that, uh, we shouldn't be preaching that uh, some parents are just struggling to even have time to cook healthy. What What would you say to that? Well, yeah, my, listen, I'll tell you something. Right? Personally speaking, my mom was like that when we were younger. Right? Take away every night. Right Now, I was fine as a child. I was now, I could eat anything I wanted and I'd never gain weight. But my sister, she was she was big. Do you know what I mean? And that's that's what happened. Like she was big. She grew up big in right up into adulthood. She was big. Now she's she's on top of it at the moment, but she's in her late twenties now. Do you know what I mean? And it's took her until and, her late twenties. And you believe you believe that that is that is directly down to what you were fed as kids. Hundred percent. Take away every single night. Battered sausage, chips, greasy food, and it was just because my mom was too lazy to cook. Right. Okay. So your sister turned to uh, developed weight issues because. Your man was too lazy to cook. Hundred percent. That's I'm. I'm telling you here, right here and right now. I wouldn't like to about it. Like my sister was overweight as an eighteen-year-old, twenty-year-old, twenty-two. She started losing it. Twenty. Like then she got she got big again, and then she now she's actually all right now. So she's she's like I don't I wouldn't know whether she's overweight or underweight, but mm, mm. like she's not huge. Like do you know what I mean? She's not huge okay, anymore. But, uh, but but any any issues that she had with weight are totally and utterly down to your mother. Well, my mom was feeding her until she was until, well up until ten and eleven years of age. Like if you have a ten-year-old child, that's huge. Their appetite is gonna be is gonna be huge. Stay there for a second. I want to bring us uh, bring in some more calls. Lauren, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Lauren. Hey, how are you, Lauren? Parents uh, raising obese children are guilty of neglect. What do you say to that? Um, look, I think it's um, I think it's a bit much to say it's neglect. Now, obviously, well, what is it? Are, 
and so I think it's just laziness in a lot of way or being uneducated I mean I think that obviously that you see some kids that are very very overweight and you, you see them struggling and you see them uh, hard to breathe and stuff and I think that is absolute neglect 100% but for kids who just like I have um, four kids and one of my kids and now she's going to secondary school this year but one of them when she was younger she wanted to just she would just eat and eat and eat if I let her um, but I obviously I'm the parent so I couldn't let her she kept crying wanting more food for stuff and just wanting to just eat for the sake of eating and I couldn't let her do that because I didn't want her to have uh, the stigma of being overweight in school and having kids and kids are cruel so I just didn't want my kids to ever be in a situation where they were being bullied over their weight Okay but let me let me ask you you've how many children Lauren? Four? Four. Okay and out of your four children how many are obese none none and why none. is that um, because you have to kind of look at there's plenty of times that I have been I've had lazy days and I'm like oh get a takeaway or I've done that but I think it's in moderation so like I just think it's really important that kids um, you know they're not buying the food they're not putting it on the plates they don't have the money to go out on that so it's up to the parents what they put on the plates what they feed them okay the so therefore let's go back to what this guy is saying he says I view childhood obesity as a version of abuse if you allowed your 12 year old to smoke cigarettes, that would be considered abuse. He's basically arguing that allow, uh, allowing them to eat too much is abuse. I think it's look. I don't think it's abuse in every case. I think there's a lot of parents that are overweight themselves and they don't understand um, nutrition properly. They don't know what to do properly. And I think it's education as well that they need to be educated on what is good. And I just think it's picking something up and throwing it in the, or from the freezer, throwing it in every night, two minutes. I mean, it doesn't. It's not hard to cook a good meal if they know how to cook a good meal with limited um, amount of money or whatever. It's not that expensive. People think it's really expensive to eat healthy but it's actually not Okay, do me a favour, Lauren, stay there for one second uh, because I have a very interesting WhatsApp message coming up in, in just a second, so don't go away It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy where your opinion counts Hi guys, just on the topic today, there's, um, I don't know if people are aware, but in the US, there's a woman currently on trial. Um, her son died from being severely malnourished because uh, she had him on a fucking vegan diet. Um, but I think the same thing will happen. It's going to happen sometime or another where some child is overweight down to the parents is going to end up being brought before the courts because of it. Because at the end of the day, the child's only going to eat what the parents give them. And uh, it's an awful sad case at the moment. And uh, I do think that's the way it's going to go. Now, I have to say, I wasn't aware, Lauren. I don't know if you were aware of, of uh, such a case where... I was, yeah. It's actually, she was feeding her child um, just raw vegetables. Um, no cooked food whatsoever. It was just raw vegetables and um, like fruit. I think, not even think fruit, just raw vegetable diet, yeah. Okay, so that parent was uh, prosecuted for that. So could we see a time come where parents are prosecuted for their children being obese? I think in exceptional circumstances, and I'm sure you know, you've seen them yourself, some of these kids, that are you can hear them breathing, and I think that is absolute neglect. Mm. When you see these kids and they can't walk properly, they can't, they're red in the face from just moving around, and they have, um, they're, you can hear them like, like that kind of breathing, and it's just... That is absolutely that. Them, they should be taken away from those kids because they are killing their kids. You were saying that you don't believe it's neglect or abuse. 
but really I you are saying it is I know look I do think in, in some in exception but I think it is down to just either laziness or people that just aren't okay but la- laziness that is leading to neglect I gave you the example of okay, the kid that yeah, I saw okay. in, uh, <laughs> of the kid that I saw in McDonald's he was about seven or eight he was monstrous and he was stuck there he was sat there stuck into a quarter pounder not a little hamburger a full yeah. quarter pounder now yeah. basically Adrian wants you to say it's abuse you won't be happy until yeah, she starts I, yeah. it. So no wants... he's not is he no I'm no. trying to skirt the whole issue <laughs> <laughs> no but you, you may as well call a spade a spade I, I wouldn't use the word abuse I'd use the word neglect because it's neglect yeah. It's neg- yeah, and, yeah. So, yeah, and, yeah. and neglect is a form of abuse so yeah alright okay let me just squeeze just in one abuse, last call Lauren say abuse <laughs> say the word abuse. there you abuse. go she said it there good luck uh, let me go to Kira. you're on Opinions Matter hi Kira. Hi, lads. How are you? Hey, say, good, say thanks, abuse, Kira. Kira. Say abuse for Adrian. Sorry? Is it abuse? Yes. There you go, Adrian. Okay, it's it abuse. is. Yes. Okay. Yes. And do you um, believe, let me ask you, Kira, because this is what this is all uh, about, really. Do you believe that parents should be prosecuted for having uh, obese children? Uh, yeah, yeah. Throw the book at them. I don't care. It's, it's, this is actually a topic I feel very strongly about. There's, quite, there's a few topics I feel strongly about, and this is one of them. Um, does parents I just agree with everything in that recording I agree with everything Jer has said and there's just now no, we're, we're obviously we're not talking about health issues that's a separate conversation altogether yeah, we're not talking yeah, about thyroid no, or genes or anything like that I'm not talking about anything like that and, the, anything yeah, like that. and the guy Nick Mitchell said as much uh, that, yeah, that's not yeah. what we're but talking about on the issue of overweight obese kids and it's just coming from food there's no need for it and we've all seen it I even put up on a post the one that really makes my blood boil is seeing young kids with a bottle of coke and it does I have to say it bothers me in fact I saw saw something even worse the other day and that was a five six year old kid with mammy yeah. And a can of Red Bull. Oh. Whoa. Well, well, wait till I, I tell you a story, guys, and all of you are going to be disgusted by this. So my dentist, about a year ago, I was getting a filling done and I got chatting to my dentist and this topic uh, actually came up with the dentist and she told me, now wait for this, um, obviously children have their milk teeth until they're the age of six or mm. seven. Yeah, I think it's yeah. seven years of age normally. She told me, that she had a child only a week before, about five years of age, and four yep. four of this child's milk teeth were rotten with decay. Imagine well, that. Claire, child, Claire, I saw, I watched Claire. the documentary not that long ago, and yeah. um, a child, same, that same age, four or five, obese, and had to get eight teeth removed. We've, uh, I've heard of stories like that myself and it is horrendous yeah. to, to think. Okay, so, so, so let me ask you. As I said, this guy, uh, Nick Mitchell, is claiming that it is a form of abuse or neglect or whatever to allow your children yeah. to become obese. Do we need to start getting serious about this and do we need to start prosecuting or doing something to parents with obese children? Well, do something. Like, maybe prosecuting so is a very, very extreme case. Okay, like, it, it even drives me bad. Like, if, if, if my kids go to granny or go to auntie and they, they, they go for dinner, they don't get a vegetable. And that drives me insane. Insane. There has to be at least two vegetables on a dinner plate. And do you not say it? Of course I bloody say it. I'm blue in the face saying it. But it just goes in one ear and out the other. Right, okay. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a strict... Five a day. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm no blood date. They get. We had a takeaway last night. We get takeaway once a week. They'll get their their treats. They'll get this and the other. But they have to have their five a day. 
It's all in moderation. It's all about a balanced diet, um, home cooked food. And here's the thing about treats. My kids get treats. Um, here's the thing: yeah, if you awesome. if you give a treat to a kid every day, it's not a treat anymore. It's no, no. Uh, of course, it's not, Jerry. You're yeah. dead right. Um, that it, it, yeah, if if you give it to them every day, then it's not a treat. In other words, if if, if I was to give Luke a chocolate bar every every day, but but he'd come a, home from school every day saying, "How are you, Jerry? I'll have a, another chocolate bar." But he wouldn't call it a treat anymore because because he he's used to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. It's like okay. it's like sex. That's why sex is a treat. Because you don't get it every day. Right. Uh, in, very interesting conversation. Uh, you can Google that guy who made those uh, claims in the first place. His name is Nick Mitchell. He is the owner of Ultimate Performance uh, Fitness, which yeah. is a series of uh, gyms in the and UK. And he's shamed online. And he, he really is. He's been absolutely lashed out of it online for the comments that he made. For stating facts, basically. People, people don't like facts anymore, should they don't? Well, in your opinion. Well, no, it's a fact that we have obesity. Yes, but uh, the way in which he called it out might be a bit harsh. Anyway, that's it from this latest Opinions Matter podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the podcast. If you did, please hit subscribe or follow and you'll be notified the next time we upload another Opinions Matter podcast. And what if you didn't like it? What um, just, no, just tell them what to do if they didn't like it. Just silently go away, please. <laughs> and never come back. Um, no, uh, and if you did enjoy this episode, please share it uh, with your friends and we will see you on the next one. Thanks very much indeed for listening. Bye-bye. Opinions Matter. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.